All right, so I am joined here with LaRonda, or joined here with, joined by, <laughs> uh, and I'm here with LaRonda Perry on the People of Packaging podcast. LaRonda is the Packaging Engineering Manager at Integra Life Sciences. We had connected up on LinkedIn. I even see here that when we're recording this, which is in April, on April 8th, your team is hiring also, it looks like. So that's that's fun and exciting. So uh, if you're not connected with LaRonda Perry on LinkedIn, uh, make sure you do that. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, LaRonda. Thank you for the invite. I'm excited to be here. Hello, everyone. Uh, so you are now live on what one publication said is the most listened to packaging podcast in the world, which I don't know if it's saying a whole lot, but I feel pretty excited about it. It uh, is exciting. Packaging is exciting. I mean, you know, I look at it as if you haven't thought about it, we did our job as engineers. Wow. You are coming <laughs> out swinging. That is such a great quote. I love it. If we haven't thought, if you're... If you're not thinking about packaging, we haven't done our jobs as engineers. Is that what you said? Well, we did do our jobs. You did. I'm way. sorry. No, no. Yeah, yeah. You did do your jobs if they're not thinking about it. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Um, I'm going to write this down. If you aren't thinking about packaging, we've done our jobs. That's that's a great quote. Uh, well, thanks for setting the bar high for this interview. <laughs> now, uh oh. So why don't, uh, this, this is about people, right? So we'll get into packaging a little bit. The reason I started this podcast, whatever it was, three plus years ago with my friend uh, Ted Tate was, we just realized there weren't a whole lot of people talking about this packaging industry. And we think it's incredible. We think it's awesome, but there wasn't a whole lot of content around it. And so, you know, we started it. Ted's had to move on with uh, his his job has just gotten crazy. So I'm just going Lone Ranger here on the podcast. But uh, I love hearing how people got into the packaging industry. So if you don't mind just sort of giving us your origin story of where'd you grow up and how did you get into packaging? That would be awesome. Sure. So I got my start, I would say. My starting interest in engineering came from a very young age. Grew up in the great city of Detroit, in the metro, you know, in the city, not metro. Um, I always gave a shout out to my wonderful high school, Cass Tech, um, Technical High School. And so from there, you know, they just garnered the interest into um, engineering. So I knew at a very young age I wanted to be an engineer um, after deciding I don't want to be a doctor. So <laughs> um, from there, um, had uh, courses kind of centered around engineering at CAS, got introduced into Michigan State University. Uh, I was also a part of the DAPSET program in Detroit, the Detroit Area Pre-College Engineering Program, which introduced, you know, starting from the sixth grade, I think even younger now, um, young students introduced into, um, you know, STEM, and Michigan State was one of the, uh, the sponsors. So as part of the Saturday program, they put us all on a bus, went up to Michigan State, loved the campus, and knew that's where I was going. So that's number one. You're going to be um, a Spartan. You knew I it. was going to be a Spartan. It all worked out. The only school I ever replied to got in and then, you know, started my, as we would say, at my high school matriculation at Michigan State. And um, what does that uh, mean? I don't I, I mean, I, I've heard the word before, but that's not <laughs> something that I grew up with in high school. So what, what does it mean? You started your matriculation? Sure. To attend. <laughs> oh, OK. Got it. you chose to attend. That's what that's what yeah. I mean. 
there's probably people listening to this now who are like, come on, dude, you didn't know what matriculation meant, but sorry, I didn't, I wasn't, didn't know. No, these things. Okay. okay. So I you decide, it. you decide you love Tom Izzo, uh, Michigan state basketball is the greatest thing. And they've got an awesome campus and great engineering. And you're going to go there. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Um, then started off, you know, I wanted to be an engineer. So I wanted to, I love chemistry at that time. And so went into the chemistry engineering program, started going through, you know, the courses and, and figured out that I was struggling, you know, uh, not necessarily in the, um, the, the, the chemistry side. There were some struggles there, but definitely on the math side. So, you know, struggled where my grades went, weren't that great um, and needed to find another opportunity. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So also, you know, hearing from a fellow student at Michigan State, hey, you know, I heard of, you know, hey, go take this packaging one-on-one course. Um, you know, it's pretty cool. It'll help you, you know, either... Um, you know, even in the college engineering or uh, see if this works out for you. One of the attractive things uh, with packaging is that it was circulated very quickly, that it was one of the few curriculums that had paid internships. So right, right, right. <laughs> like very wellly paid internships, you know, at, you know, even for back when I graduated, you know, between 1999 and 2000, the pay was great. So I went and checked it out and, you know, the first course kind of, you know, very broad and in, uh, broad introduction into packaging, you know, kind of from the end user all the way out to consumer, you know, corrugated glass and decided, hmm, you know, this is pretty interesting. I'll take the next course. And then, um, you know, decided to go ahead and make that switch from, you know, going into the college engineering into the um, Michigan State University School of Packaging, which is actually under CANAR, the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources. Okay. So from there, graduated from Michigan State in the summer of uh, 2004 I thought it's going to take one more summer class and decided I was done situation <laughs> yeah. um, during my time I actually had an internship an undergrad um, through Johnson Johnson at the, at the kind endosurgery so that's when I got introduced into medical device packaging and absolutely loved it cool uh, what was it what was it about the sorry to interrupt but what uh, first of all we I think we did you graduate high school in 99 I did. Okay. So same. So shout out to class of 99. Uh, I did not, I was not smart like you. I went to Colorado state and not that Colorado state's not a brilliant school, but I did, I wasn't smart and got into packaging right away. Uh, but so when you're doing the internship and you said like, that's when you fell in love with medical device packaging, what was it about that, that paid internship that you were like, this is, I could see myself doing this for a really long time. Sure. So what attracted me is uh, even though I decided, okay, I didn't want to be the doctor. I definitely knew I didn't want to be the nurse, but almost my entire family in some way or another had been um, related to the medical field. And one thing that really got to me at a young age was an incident that happened to my mother. So she worked in a hospital setting and I believe she was either drawing blood or, you know, you know, doing phlebotomy or whatnot in one of the hospitals and got an accidental needle stick after the, you know, the device was used. So, you know, there's a whole course of procedures to that. It was kind of, you know, scary. Mm -hmm. Luckily, 
about fine, but I just remember her being, you know, when it first happened, very, very nervous. And, you know, I didn't know much about medical device packaging when I first got introduced to it, but then I found out these are the people that are the answer to that problem and to prevent this from happening to others. So while I may not be a direct product, you know, engineer working directly with the syringe, but I can help package it, right? Or, you know, prevent that needle stick from happening, you know, in other ways, right? So I made that connection. I was able to make that connection very quickly. And then that's what kind of sold me like, okay, I'm, you know, it was kind of addressing two things. My kind of, connection to the med device and how can I, you know, help yeah. in the way. So it worked out great. I love that. And and it's so important to, to realize, especially for, I think the younger professionals who are, who are starting out, who are currently at, you know, any one of the number of great packaging schools, uh, you know, Michigan state certainly being at the top of that list, but uh, the, it's important, I think, for people to get that sort of connection to it because it can be a really, it can be a tough industry. It, it's a beautiful industry, but it can feel, I think, a little monotonous. And I'm curious for you then, uh, and, and I want to get into kind of your career arc since then, but uh, I'm curious if that's continued. It sounds like maybe it's continued to be a driving factor, even when it's like, ah. Uh, I got another write and I got to write another specification sheet or whatever it is. It's like, no, I'm doing this for a reason. Like I'm doing this to help save somebody's life. Absolutely. Um, so to answer your question, yes, there have been, you know, moments where, um, you know, you've had the it's excitement around new product launches. So kind of leading into that, um, once I graduate Michigan State, then um, I went to graduate school at Michigan State. And then in the middle, you know, I decided I, I need to go get make money, right? You know, <laughs> so no doubt for online education, you know, for the master's degree, but then left and went to at that time known as a uh, convenient out in North Haven, Connecticut. And at that, you know, moment, I was doing uh, new product development. And when I say I have fun, I had, I mean, I learned a lot. I learned tons. I had really great mentors, you know, that I look back on, but we were cranking out stuff. I mean, it was, it was a machine. It was vigorous, but it was fun. And I really enjoyed that, you know. It's not the same where maybe, you know, consumer goods or, you know, personal care where you see your direct product on the shelf, but, you know, you may see, you may run across, um, you know, I ran across a package that I designed 10 years ago and I was like, I did that, you know, because so <laughs> you're like, you know, uh, or, you know, I was one of the, t uh, the team that worked on the, um, the tri-staple uh, device and that pack, I'm not sure if that exact package was out of there still use but I mean it was a lot of excitement around that and somehow we ran across it here at my current job but I made that package you know so that that's was one great. of the greatest feelings is it not in the industry yeah. like you make a tangible good and you're like I did I did that do you I, I forget I think the first time we spoke to you have kids is that right I do yes two girls yeah. um age five and eleven it's it, so I love that's awesome I, my kids are uh 14 12 10 8 and 6 and <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but I love being like, like walking through a store and being like, that's, we make that. Like we, we, we do that. It, it's such a, I don't know. It's such a fun, 
it's such a fun and cool feeling. Um, and, and so, and especially being, I would imagine in kind of this like a new product development where it's just like onto the next one, onto the next one, yeah. onto the next one. And you're just, there's never really much of a lull or like a dull moment. Cause as soon as you're done with it, it's like, here's the next project. Get, yeah. get going. Yes. What yeah, is your I mean, experience? What, let me ask you this though. Uh, sorry. Uh, on, so from your time uh, at, at, it was Covidian. Is that right? Yes. They're okay. now, Met, but yes, Covidian. They're now what now? Medtronic. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, mm-hmm. So your time there, was that really formula, uh, kind of foundational in building up, like you had your why with, with your experience that your mom went through, uh, you had the connection in school, you get this first job and, and did that help kind of create that foundation of like a network and a love and a passion for sort of this med device life science that you could then build and grow your career around? I mean, do you still have contacts from those early days in the industry? I do. I mean, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, my boss at the time, Brian Bolster, who's now over at Nelly Pack. And he did a, fan, a fantastic job with the mentor part. Um, he had you know, already been at the company for a, quite a long time. So he had all the background information back to, if I'm not mistaken, all the way back to when they were Sunshine Medical, before they were bought by Tyco you know, Healthcare and then made this conversion. So I've learned a lot from him from a, you know, just a packaging, um, you know, because as part of the life sciences and working with sterile, you know, uh, barrier systems, you know, how to make them reform trays, what's the important in aspects of making, you know, the sterile barrier systems with uh, pouches, you know, and so those type of things. Um, and then making the suppliers with, you know, connections with the suppliers who, you know, move throughout the years, you know, who made us started off as account managers who are now, you know, national brand, you know, directors or move even moved up higher. So just having that real tight, you know, connections with this very small and tight knit community. That's awesome. And so after, uh, after uh, Covidian now Medtronic, uh, <laughs> what, what you, you had another, you had another uh, like physical move, right? And like yeah. job move as well, right? Yes. So I had moved uh, from Connecticut down to uh, Cincinnati to join a company at that time called Depocor Medical. Um, they were a spinoff of a breast uh, biopsy uh, company from J&J. So they had split off from Ethicon Endo from that platform and made their own company. And then I joined as a, a packaging engineer. The difference there is at that time, you know, under at that time, convenient, it was a, a packaging engineering department, you know, we had seniors and mid-levels and, you know, we had a technician, we had a lab where, at, you know, at this juncture, um, I was the only person and I was the SME uh, and, and was hired as a senior, but I never, you know, I had the background or the support of an entire team before versus floating on your own and figure it all out. So definitely had growth there. The interesting part too, when I joined the company is that they had recently launched two products and, um, you know, and then went through, uh, you know, some changes and figuring out things. So um, we were in the process of doing a lot of uh, IFU and labeling updates as well. Mm-hmm. And then some 
sustaining work, you know, so sustaining work to uh, improve some of the packaging. But then right around that time too, we got sucked into UDI. So then that took up years of my time there to get that, you know, kind of off and going. And then it was interesting too, kind of being, you know, the SME learning UDI and then kind of pushing it out to others and trying to help them understand but, you know, so it, that was a very interesting time. I, I learned a lot too, how to, you know, um, with how to communicate and persuasive, hopefully persuasive communication to help people understand what these changes mean and, um, you know, and how to implement. The interesting part with UDI, I could tell you the packaging things, but I didn't under, or I couldn't tell like the implications from the business side, even though I know there was business, you know, the business aspect needed to address UDI too. Um, and, uh, you know, so kind of struggled there, but eventually we found our way. Nice. So for, for the listeners slash me, uh, also, <laughs> uh, can you describe what you said UDI? The uh, unique device identification, uh, you know, the CFR, uh, 21 CFR 830, where we had, you know, the rules were implemented to update the labeling to follow a specific uh, format for barcode labeling. Oh, got and, it. Uh, yes. Okay, got it. Uh, that was that was helpful. And it, for those of you listening, I hope you can already tell, like, uh, LaRonda is significantly smarter than me and probably you. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great. So, what's cool about this journey so far, and I want to get to your current role here, is like, you know, I'm kind of dotting the map. It's like you go from Detroit to East Lansing to Connecticut to Ohio, and now you're in the. Are you in the D.C. area? Is that correct? I, yes. Yes. So, again, to like people, I cannot stress this enough. Like, their packaging is is global. Like. You could you could probably go get a job in London if you really wanted to, or Germany or Belgium. Like I mean, there there's in you could go to India and China and Australia all over the place. Um, Absolutely, it, it's it's a really it's a really fascinating thing to kind of think about that you have you have not limitless opportunities, but there's a lot of opportunities in this world, and. Healthcare, anything that's tied to human population, some stuff like healthcare, food, beverages, stuff like that, is is not going to go away. Um, and certainly, you found yourself in an industry there. So, uh, tell me a little bit about. So, you, it looks like you have been at I'm here on your LinkedIn uh, for what three, four and a half years or so at uh, what's now Integra Life Sciences. Does that sound about right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Uh- Yes. So started here about 2018, hired in as a senior, and then was promoted into manager role. So um, interesting here, the role at, uh, you know, Integral Life Sciences, I'm on the tissue technology side, which is the regenerative medicine. So helping those who've had some really interesting or not, in, uh, you know, not in a great way, but, you know, may have been in an accident, necrotitis, fasciitis, you know, but, uh, some interesting wound, you know, or burns or, you know, where you may need um, assistance with uh, closing up those, you know, defects uh, with, and so with the integration from from Integra, we have uh, several platforms here, including, you know, uh, bovine 
porcine, human, placenta, you know, other amniotic, all kinds of things, you know, that are used to help close those wounds or assist with skin, you know, skin closure. So, yeah. Cool. And then there's uh, uh, the other side of the business, which is a, a cotton specialty group that goes more into device, you know, more device related or surgical related. Okay. So uh, that is an, is an awesome background and super fascinating and fun to kind of go on that, uh, go on that journey with you. And uh, so I, I've got a few questions here before we wrap up because time is flying by. Uh, so one thing that I'm always curious about with somebody like yourself, who's been in this very specific part of the packaging industry and has really seemingly fallen in love with it is um, like, what, what are, what are maybe the current, like current, just like challenges that, that you and, and people in the industry are facing? I mean, I know a lot of general challenges around packaging, um, but I'm curious I, I just was talking with uh, uh, a friend of mine named Camille who does a lot of automotive packaging work. And and she she was telling me all the challenges facing the automotive industry. I'm curious from your perspective, what are some of those challenges that the life sciences med device world is, is facing currently? I would say um, the perfect storm, right? So of course on everyone's mind, the impact for COVID, um, you know, there's definitely been supply chain issues across the board and med device life sciences is no different. You know, you wouldn't think that you couldn't get a corrugated box, but it's getting that tight where you can't get burning mm. cart time, you can't get, you know, uh, corrugate on time, you know, so lead times have been significantly increased um, within life sciences and journal and packaging is definitely feeling, you know, the, the brunt of it. Um, the other perfect storm is um, as I'm not sure if you know or not, but there was a pending um, regulatory implementation in Europe, the EUMDR, to switch from uh, the medical device directive to the medical device regulation. And um, the uh, the date was pushed back one year because of COVID or pushed forward one year because of COVID. But now that due date has come upon us. And, you know, some of the activities may have been, you know, whatever, I won't say delayed, but impacted by COVID and now so we're hot and heavy to make those uh you know implementation testing making sure all our ducks in a row to get ready for this implementation over in Europe and so it is a you know a very um wide change you know it's not a small change that from the director from NDD to MDR so there's a lot of activities around that to get ready across the board not just in packaging but you know all departments uh across you know in life sciences and then the other one quite honestly is just the availability of qualified candidates mm. um i have the positions and not that many not not that many applicants it could be you know um what could be interesting about my site is i'm trying to implement an on-site packaging lab so you know where someone may be looking for full remote we're still staffing up we're still you know getting ready to implement this lab but we still need hands on deck right to be there so people you know are looking for remote i may be able to offer hybrid <laughs> so you know Got just it. people um you know living in in you know higher i guess a higher cost area compared to the midwest and things like that who you know may or may not be interested in moving so just finding the candidates there's definitely jobs 
I know, you know, even at Integra ourselves last time, we received an email recently saying there's over, over a hundred open positions, yep. just find dates to, uh, you know, to uh, fill those positions. I believe so- it. Yeah. So, so pretty common. I, I mean, not common in the, the second one is very specific, the, the MDR change, but the, I, I, I mean, the impacts of supply chain that everyone is feeling are certainly not going to impact. It's going to impact every industry, right? Inflation is going to impact every industry. Uh, yes. Labor shortage is going to impact every material, raw material availability is going to impact every industry that has to use that. I mean, it's not like the, the corrugated material doesn't care if it's going to an Amazon facility or it's going to your facility, right? It's still the corrugated material, different processes maybe to manufacture it that you have to get qualified, but at the end of the day, it's still fiber-based corrugated material. So um, yeah, that that's not a surprise at all. Um, and you mentioned the hiring thing. So uh, maybe just give a, I don't know, just give a quick plug to what you got going on and what you're trying to hire for. And the the majority of people who listen to this podcast tend to be uh, younger, under the age of 35. We've got a lot of college students that listen to this. And so, you know, maybe give give a plug for why uh, why they should be applying and how can they apply for jobs over at Integra to work with you? Sure. So um, I currently have uh, four open positions. So I have two senior packaging engineers, um, who would be working on, you know, new product introduction, sustaining and continuous improvement. I also have a uh, packaging engineer too. So someone with between three to five years of experience, the senior level is, you know, five years or more. Um, And then a packaging technician. So someone who could, you know, help in the, this laboratory where we could do the mechanical testing. So we could do, you know, the um, packaging uh, distribution simulation and the environmental conditioning um, to, to to test the you know packaging configurations out. Um, I'm also working on an approved position on a, a senior packaging engineering position out in Boston to support a site out there. So in Boston, um, you said yes. Okay. So definitely, right. and how to apply those positions would be the Integra uh, Life Sciences Careers page, and the, the links are located there. I'll also try my best to cycle through. I think you can only link one job at a time on LinkedIn. So um, I'll, put, I'll, I'll put some links into the into the show notes, and I'll try to get this. Normally, there's a bit of a lag in terms of like, hey, we did an interview, and then like seven weeks later, the interview comes out. So, um, but uh, I'll try to get this interview up sooner rather than later, because I'm sure you personally are feeling the workload and the, the pain that comes from not having open positions along with everyone else on your team, right? Everyone's got to, got to shoulder that burden and it's good to have that burden relieved. And uh, hopefully, you know, somebody listens to this and says, that sounds great. Cause you forgot uh, LaRonda, the one, uh, the, the best part is that they get to work with you. So, um, uh, and, and get to know more about you and get to learn more about your network and all the, all the great things that you have learned and all the cool stuff that you've worked on and, and, you know, really make a difference, right? Like you said, really make a difference in the world and helping to deliver in many cases, I'm sure life-saving products to, to people. So that's great. May I add to one more story that might help with helping people? I would really love for you to put a bow on this episode with this story. 
Okay, so I can say at my previous company who was purchased by uh, Danaher, one of the things that they, one of the principles that they focused on was called go to Gimba. So they encouraged us to go out into the field and actually go to the sites, go into the clinical setting and, and observe and take notes for yourself. So um, as a breast biopsy company, one of the things that we get involved in is, is the diagnosis of breast cancer. So I had an opportunity to go up to, I want to say Cleveland, Columbus, excuse me, had an opportunity to go to a hospital out in Columbus and go into one of the, you know, surgical suites for a, a woman uh, for a uh, stereotactic, so the actual probe getting stuck in the, you know, chest or the boob, the breast, <laughs> and then uh, ultrasound would actually scan. And so I actually, you know, had the opportunity to go in through the stereotactic procedure and to see what the setting is, how scared this lady is, because realizing that, you know, from this moment, she's going to get results and her whole life could change. Right. Well, she's a result and that thank you you know to the lord to the stars to whoever you believe in above right and so but the, the terrified phase how the nurse advocate sits right next to them and talks to them actually and distracting them to everything that's happening around them and now how fast they try to get the procedure in and out right get them on the table align them you know, do the x-ray, do the, you know, do the biopsy and get them off the table before Lord have mercy, they have a heart attack, you know, because they're so scared. And so while the packaging part, yes, you know, like I said, if you did your job, people aren't thinking about it. It was a probe that had a very long tube that gets uh, wound up, you know, and, and put together. It gets connected to this um, controller system that has a vacuum and the probe gets loaded into the table, which targets where the, uh, you know, the suspected area would be, you know, taken for the biopsy. So, I mean, very quick, my segment, less than five seconds, I would say, right? But we did not slow down the procedure. You know, you unkink, you you open the package, you know, sterically present, you unkink the, you know, you undo the tubing, you roll out this 10, 15 feet of tubing, you connect it to what you need to, you connect the saline, you put it in the, you know, the holster and you get ready to do the biopsy. That day we did our job. If the tubing got kinked, you need another device. If it tangled, you have to sit there and unravel it. While this lady is on the table, you know, dreading her worst, one of her worst days. So you know, go to Gimbal, folks, go to the site and see how your package is being used. You'll learn a lot, you know, and I think with the um, the 2019 updates of 11607 and doing usability forces us to take a, another look at our packaging. And then now, even though it's something so small, it does make a difference. So the quicker we can get my take on that is we got her off the table before she, you know, passed out from anxiety or something. So it seems minor, but it's so important. So packaging is very important. She didn't have to think about it. So we did our job. And on that note, that's so powerful, Laronda. Uh, on that note, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You, you crushed it from uh, start to finish, wrapped it up uh, incredibly well. Uh, I love that quote. If, if, if people aren't thinking about packaging, then packaging engineers have done their job. And uh, and just that the the stories and and your story is incredible. I'm I'm happy to be connected with you and to share a little bit of your story in this journey. Everyone, uh, go to the show notes, 
uh, find uh, some job openings uh, to go learn and help continue to save lives using packaging with LaRonda over at Integra Life Sciences. There'll be links there. Uh, I'll, I'll push this out on LinkedIn across all my social channels so that uh, hopefully we can get the word out um, and get these positions filled and, and, and expand your network as well. So thank you so much, LaRonda, for coming on and for just delivering a, a, an awesome interview. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you for the invite. I mean, I love talking about packaging, so. <laughs> you can tell. A, thank you for the invite. No doubt. No doubt. Thanks again. Well, that is it for another episode of the People of Packaging podcast. Thanks for listening. It would mean so much to us if you would like and share and subscribe to this podcast. We want as many people to know about the incredible people that we have in the packaging industry because we believe that packaging is awesome. Thanks again.